KC Covers Country. I've got a video where you can watch Mike Fisher give Carrie Underwood a heart attack. You can see him in his truck. He's driving and recording, but it's okay because it looks like he's on a windy road that they own on their property. And you see in front of his windshield, Carrie Underwood, she's on a run. She's got her little AirPods in. And by the way, Carrie Underwood is just simply someone that I would never want to... Like, you know how sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do the Blue Note 5K this year. You should do it with me. Yeah. No, Carrie. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to be eating your dust the whole time. <laughs> this woman's always like on a run. Oh, she's doing always, marathons or something. She's always working out. Always. Anyway, just on a run on their property. And then you hear Mike say, okay, we're going to get her. He's got oh. one of those truck horns that sounds like... Like a train. Like a train. <laughs> train horns are. And you see her just ever so slightly jump, turn around, point her finger at him as if she's saying, all right, fish, bring it on. Let's see what else she got. Oh, my I sw- gosh. I swear you can't scare Carrie Underwood. I feel like she would be pretty hard to prank because she's so put together and stone cold. I think, it- I think she'd look at you with her dead eyes and say, try again. Yeah, right. If she didn't have ear, if she didn't have earbuds in for this, I think this would have been a lot more dramatic. I just can't imagine a train horn coming up behind you. From 10 feet away. Yeah. Now, it looks like she's on some sort of public road, but like you said, it's probably their land. It's them. It's just paved. They have trails or this is their driveway. Right. It's like four miles long or something like that. Yeah. Because I don't know if I'm Carrie Underwood, if I'm running in public. Uh, I would never. (laughs) I I still wouldn't run in public. I know that Nashville is like a, a city on its own. And celebrities can kind of move about without being bothered. But if you're Carrie Underwood, you're on a whole different level, I think. This obviously reminds me of the time that Luke Bryan crept up behind his wife, Caroline, and train horned her while she was riding a bike. Except the difference was that her butt came so... I had to rewatch it this morning because it's so good. Her butt came so far off that seat, she ended up falling off. (laughs) And it was was pretty funny. I mean, she was fine. Yeah. Sounds dirty. I'm a... He, he trained Horner. <laughs> that does sound dirty. That's, that's probably a double. That's probably an innuendo that I yeah. don't know about. Don't look that up on Urban Dictionary. No. Don't. Kelsey Ballerini had a birthday over the weekend. She turned 29, and to celebrate, she listed off a bunch of things that she learned while she was 28. As we know, this was already a big year for her. At 28, just last month, she filed for divorce from her husband Morgan Evans. So she decided this was going to be a big night. She invited all of her closest friends, including Karen Fairchild of Little Big Town. Nice. And they all hit the town. She says they danced and drank and drank (laughs) (laughs) and talked about everything that her 28th year taught her. And that includes one, friendship is everything. Mm -hmm. Two, she's a double Virgo cancer moon. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's like astrology stuff, you know. You know, Mercury and retrograde kind of stuff. I hope it gave her a lot of clarity about some things. Um, <laughs> three, being busy is a coping mechanism. Four, dirty martinis are delicious. Oh. I might have to disagree. Five, a solo drive down PCH is soul food. Okay. Sure. 
six, I can keep a plant alive for 365 days. Let's go. That's good. That's actually really huge. <laughs> I can't even keep succulents alive. We have a succulent from a music label in yeah, here that's withering. Yeah, because he never even gave it any water. It no. needs some, you know. It doesn't need a lot of water. Well, it needs some more than once every six months. It's not totally dead. Seven, my voice is for more than just singing. Eight, my dog likes apples. Nice. Nine, the internet keeps getting weirder. Ten, sometimes wearing heels is not worth it. True. Eleven, the right and the the right thing and the hard thing are the same thing sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although brunette was fun, I'm blonde at heart. Travel for the heck of it. Not many things make me happier than Yahtzee. And everything is subject to change. And number twenty, the correct way to spell lose: L O S E. The correct way to spell loose? <laughs> L-O-O-S-E. Put You're that welcome. in your pockets for this Thursday. You are welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I I appreciate her making like a, here's things I learned by 28. But yeah. also some of them are like, I'm still a sucker for a sonic ocean water. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like we could have, I don't know. Oh, it's, it's her list. It is her. Who are you to judge? You exactly. Know? So, And I'm sure your list would be wild and wacky too. I don't know. I don't know if I'll make a list. <laughs> but if I do, just know that a couple of those things are going to be about you. Awesome. Things Fantastic. Have, things that Remy has taught me <laughs> since turning 28. Let's go. Hey, she's listening, guys. <laughs> she's listening to something I say. Lose. L-O-S-E. <laughs> Luke Bryan can spot a poser. What do I mean by that? Well, he was recently on the Full Send podcast, which is a great podcast, by the way. But this clip caught our attention earlier this morning. Like, is there some country people that are not country? Unequivocally say, without a shadow of a doubt, if you sing about hunting and fishing and drinking and trucks and and I get you on my farm, in one minute, I could tell if you're a poser or if you're not legit. That's fun. Like, I could hand you a fishing rod and be like... The farm test. So basically, you know, you hear country songs sometimes and you think... Who's this guy? Yeah. Brett Young. <laughs> you think Brett Young is hunting and fishing? No, that's the thing. I think he's not. Uh, but I, he also doesn't sing about it. So I guess. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I think that Luke Bryan kind of hits those notes of like, you don't know if he actually does hunt or fish, but he definitely does. He does. He grew up on a peanut farm. That yeah. was supposed to be his career. Deep in Georgia. Is he down? Is he down? Is he down? Did I smoke Hunter. him? <laughs> <laughs> but he actually, I've, I've watched many fishing uh, shows with him featured uh, in his farm and hunting and all that. But I, I doubt, you know, guys like Chris Lane are out there hunting, fishing. I wonder if. Reeling and wheeling yeah, and dealing. Sam Hunt, you think he might? Um, I think from time, I think if Sam Hunt's in the right setting, but I don't necessarily associate him with those things. Dan and Shay. Oh, no. Maybe Dan. Maybe Shay. I was going to say maybe Shay. Maybe Shay. But it's like a, (laughs) it's like a, okay, guys, let's go fishing. Like, (laughs) like it's a, it's a little, um, like once every six months, maybe. Nothing against those guys at all. It's just, I feel like there's a lot of guys that are out there and, and girls in country music that claim that they're. You know, hunters and fishers and live that lifestyle. Yeah, they're cut from that cloth. But But also, Luke Bryan is wearing a $50,000 watch in this interview. So tell me which farmers are wearing $50,000 watches in interviews like that. 
I'll let you have that. <laughs> That's true. He does fish with the super expensive watches on, and yeah. it makes Remy like cringe every time he sees it. I like the watch. I just don't know if the two go together. Mm. Well, they do now. <laughs> they do. In this podcast, he also talks about how he, he once sold his late brother's car and his wife actually went out and found it for him and like rebought it and brought it back home. They talk about how he almost lost all of his money and his fortune and those watches while playing craps. Yeah. And a Big lot gambler. of a lot of other fun stuff. So I think it's a really fun podcast. Jason Aldean is a part of a docu-series coming out that covers one of the most monumental nights of his life, the Route 91 Harvest Festival shooting during his set in Las Vegas. Vegas was always one of the shows for me that I always look forward to. Welcome back to Route 91 Harvest Festival. Are we ready to party? So this happened, Remy, when you were you were working in country radio at the time and had to cover this story on October 1st in 2017. Back then, I was just like any other country fan kind of hearing about it. I remember coming into work that day and seeing all of the stuff on, on the news, on TV, because it, it all it happened late the night before, so everybody was just kind of covering it the next morning. And I just remember saying, we're not doing a show today. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just covering this. We're trying to get artists on the phone. We're trying to get, you know, people to to give us a call and let us get, have some eyes on the ground, something along those lines. And I can't even imagine what it's like for Jason Aldean at this point to have to recall those moments for a docuseries. You know what I mean? It's got to be so difficult. Well, this docuseries is coming right at the five-year anniversary where I think a lot of people feel like it's not too soon to talk about the events, but it's also not too far removed. Like, it's still, um, I suppose, like, relevant enough. But victims who were injured, close to 900 of them, you know, they're healed up. They're ready to talk about it. But especially those who lost their loved ones, there were 60 casualties just means deaths, right? Yeah. So that day, which makes that the most deadly mass shooting by an individual in the U.S. to this day. So we know that safety measures have been changed at concerts. Jason Aldean states that he'll always feel a little bit guilty because those people were at that festival because he was the headliner, you know, Mm -hmm. because they were there to support him. Yeah. And um, I think it's going to be a super heart-wrenching docu-series to watch. I even just watched like half of the trailer and I had to turn it off because it was too much at like eight in the morning. But if you'd like to see more about it, it will air on Paramount Plus on September 27th and it's called 11 Minutes. The names and the stories of all who were lost that day are up on our Facebook page along with more info about that docu-series. Blake Shelton recently did Fallon. What is that? The late night show? The Tonight Show? Tonight Show, yeah. The Tonight Show. I can never keep track. It's all some we version of night. We are never up that late. No. Ever. <laughs> but I do like catching the highlights and clips, especially of anything that Blake Shelton does because at that point, it doesn't matter which host it is. Blake Shelton is hilarious. Yeah. And it's funny to listen to this interview because Blake kind of steals the show without being teed up for it. In Mm. fact, every time that Jimmy Fallon says anything that seems a little fluffy or he's just trying to fill the air, Blake Shelton straight calls him out. He's like, (laughs) what, we don't have enough copy points for this? What's going on? (laughs) It's hilarious. And they talk about, you know, why he brought his mullet back at the beginning of this year, whether it's something that's going to keep coming up throughout his life, how it is to work with Gwen Stefani on The Voice. He even taught Jimmy 
about line dancing, which I think was more of Jimmy Fallon's idea than it was of Blake's idea. The line dancing thing is still something I just, I can never catch on to. I know the electric slide. That's about it. Well, there's like one for Copperhead Road. There's one yeah. for Footloose. There's one for like every song, even modern songs. And I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I think that may have been, I think you missed out on the wild country era. I did. And the problem is that you would have loved it. <laughs> it takes a minute to catch on, but everybody's kind of, it's so lighthearted that it doesn't matter if you're making a fool out of yourself because yeah. it's so fun. Whatever they filmed on Tuesdays on this radio station. Oh. You know that you know that Remy would be front and center. I Yes. Ripping up the dance floor. Man, I wish we could bring that back. Some boot scoot and boogie. Anyway, back to Blake <laughs> and Jimmy. I thought one of the funniest parts of the show was that they actually made a song together. And any song Jimmy Fallon is a part of is always sarcastic. Oh, yeah. They made a song about the one necessity that every good party or hang with friends needs. What do you, what would it be? Uh, alcohol? Nope. The <laughs> ice. Because you can't have alcohol without ice. Someone's got to bring the ice. That's a solid thing. Like from now on, any party I go to, I'll bring the ice. I'll bring the ice. And, you know, the ice guy's a very important guy. Yeah. Everybody's looking forward to the ice guy getting there. Fill up those coolers. <laughs> I didn't know there was an ice guy. I oh, was always yeah. a double egg guy, but now I'm the ice guy. But the thing is, everybody forgets. Everybody forgets that there needs to be an ice guy because no one ever yeah. thinks to sign up for that until everyone gets there or you're about to leave to go there and you're like, no. Nah! <laughs> I need some ice. And then someone's got to go get it. Well, I think this is a definite job for me because I have probably like most people in their garages, like 14 coolers. So let's go. Right. I have promo coolers. I have big coolers. I have small coolers. I'll fill them all up with $3 <laughs> worth of ice. And that's my contribution. You throw the party. <laughs> Remy brings the ice. Yes. The song is so good. It's on our Facebook page and Instagram story. Go have a laugh. Oh. Carrie Underwood is moving out of Vegas. And Miranda Lambert is packing up her dogs and moving in. So this will be Miranda Lambert's first Las Vegas residency. It'll be at Planet Hollywood. And she'll be there from this month until April. So oh, nice. not like years long, but yeah. definitely a nice little stint. She says she's been on a bus going from point A to point B ever since she was 18. So she's excited to stay in one place for a while and actually allow herself to get used to it. You know, it must be nice as an artist that does tour a lot to be like, okay, oh, I like that coffee shop down there and I get to go again tomorrow. Uh -huh. And okay, now I know where the grocery store is at and now I know, you know, I've got my bearings and I get to stay here for six months in Vegas. How fun. That's what I love about Vegas, the coffee shops. Right. You know, and the grocery stores. You know stores. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I do wonder, because I know that a lot of them live on or in those hotels yeah. downtown. But I wonder if some of them choose to live outside of like the touristy, you know, oh, yeah. the strip. I could totally see if an artist was renting out a house in Vegas for like six months or even just bought a little house in yeah. Vegas just for the time being. It probably depends on the artist. Like Luke Bryan, he's staying in the hotel. Yes. You know what I mean? He's there. 
Uh, I'm thinking Carrie Underwood probably staying in the hotel. Miranda, she's she's a country girl. I don't know if you can. And she's, she's got, got her, a ton of dogs. She's got her three rescue dogs just <laughs> in the bus on the way there. So I can only imagine how many are yeah. going to meet her there later on. But the show is going to be called Velvet Rodeo. It begins a week from today. And having a Vegas residency or just a residency anywhere really allows for a bigger wilder production and shows because it simply doesn't come down and move to a different city. Like, yeah. everything's there. So if you'll remember Carrie Underwood, she had a um, a truck that she had on stage with her in Vegas every night that she lit on fire. Yeah. Didn't her stage rain, too? Her stage did a lot of things. Yeah. Which is so cool because they're set up for those massive performances. And Miranda's really excited that now she gets to do that rather than you know, amphitheater shows, they can kind of be the same every time. Yeah, yeah. So I think this would be a lot of fun for her. I think so, too. She says there's going to be more pyro, more fringe, more rhinestones, and more fun. Let's go. And I can't think of anything more Miranda than fringe and pyro. Right? Right. Kerosene and fringes Yeah, gunpowder and lead. Wind it up. <laughs> Just an update on John Michael Montgomery. 56 years old. Recovering from a serious accident in which his tour bus flipped near the Tennessee-Kentucky line. Super yeah, I saw scary. this. My uh, my mother-in-law actually said something about this. She's like, I saw on Apple News something about a Montgomery guy. And I did a little further research and saw this. But uh, is he okay? So he's got some broken ribs, some cuts and bruises, but he's going to be fine. The tour bus was traveling south whenever it strayed off the interstate, struck an embankment and overturned. So like yeah. fancy for hit a ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Which this is something you don't think about. I mean, these guys canvas the entire country all summer long in a bus <laughs> going on all these tours. You're likely to encounter something like this at some point, right? What was that year that like Lee Bryce's bus caught on fire and... There was another bus that caught on fire. I don't remember, but you you're do, right. Man. Whenever you tra- spend your whole life essentially traveling, you're yeah. bound to have some of these things go down. I'm just glad he's okay. Yeah, he's cool, which is also good news for our friend Travis Denning, who's engaged to John Michael Montgomery's daughter, Madison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I think this might be their wedding year. So actually, I think their wedding's coming up. Anyway, I don't know. You need to be at the wedding, Dad. I think I'm spreading rumors. However, we're glad to hear that he's okay. And he made, John Michael Montgomery made a public statement saying, I will take some time over the next weeks to heal and I'll be back on the road soon. I'm grateful for the medics and the highway patrol for their quick response to this situation. Scary stuff, man. We all know Dolly's upbeat and fun hit nine to five, but... There's a new 2022 version that's just been dropped, and it's kind of the complete opposite. Kelly Clarkson is the one that reimagined the classic song. Dolly is still featured on the track, but it's all because it's celebrating a new documentary coming out called Still Working 9 to 5, where Dolly, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, everyone from the original movie kind of gets together, talks about how it is still relevant today. Mm-hmm women's rights, women's rights in the workplace, etc. And this song is really interesting because it's not as working nine to five. It now it's working nine to five. What a way to make a living. It's like sad. And she's tired. Chilling. Yeah. She's tired, you know?
Yeah. So it's like. I don't feel depressed. I know. It's Maybe a, that's what it's supposed to be. I think it is. <laughs> it's like to show that emotion of like, hey, we're not just working. Cup of ambition. But it's like a, I'm. I'm not having the same rights in my workplace as I should be kind of song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, uh, and the, you do make a good point in that the, you know, the original nine to five is let's go work girls. Right. You know, and this one's she's kind of like, I'm tired. This really sucks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think the documentary itself is going to be pretty good to, to watch, but I, I also listened to that Kelly Clarkson version on my way into work today, and it really makes you feel something. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. If you're out there working 9 to 5 and you feel like no one sees you, we see you. Yeah. Turn on some Kelly 9 to 5. And uh, Casey, I see you too. But, oh, thank you. But you're working like... I'm working 4, 6 to 2. Yeah, 4 o'clock to Yeah, two. so... Don't discount those two hours you are here before. You know. It's a lot of work. You know, <laughs> I'm going to post this to our Instagram and Facebook page because the song, even though it sounds a little down, it actually is pretty good. So follow us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok. Kelsey Ballerini has a new bachelorette pad that she couldn't wait to show off. She did an interview with Spruce Magazine and they kind of went through her house and did the whole ar- architectural digest MTV Cribs. Yeah. Hey, come see my house. I find these so interesting. I do too. I love to watch them. And she has left her loud condo in Nashville, like in the city, sold it and everything in it. Wow. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like down to the silverware, she really didn't take anything except like her um, awards, personal, yeah. like photos, personal memories with I her. Love, I love that idea. A complete cool, clean sweep. You've ever moved anywhere where the whole house is stuff that is an awesome thing to just leave everything there right. and get new stuff. So she left that for half an acre of land on Nashville farmhouse. And she bought this two years ago. And she says ever since then, she's just been renovating it. Like other than I'm not her personally, you know, when she's off making music and stuff, she's having interior designers come over, having people come over, fix it up, be exactly what she wants it to be. And I watched the entire thing and it's so Kelsey. It is so bright and pink and gold Mm -hmm. and white. And it feels, sorry to say it, but like the perfect place for her to live in. And now this early post-divorce time in her life. Yeah. Yeah. She's rediscovering herself again. She's rediscovering herself. Um, You'll see a lot of like floral wallpaper and crushed velvet furniture, mm-hmm. but also like she walks you through her awards and this bit, this space is really special to her because now her dog actually has room to run where he didn't, you know, on a tour bus or in a condo in the city. If you have Kelsey Ballerini money, is there a room that you need in your house? For me, I feel like an indoor koi pond has always been a... The what? I've always wanted an indoor... Indoor? Indoor koi pond. I think it that'd be so awesome. so bad. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, fish always smell so bad. If you've got Kelsey Ballerini money, you've got air freshener money. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Either way, her house is gorgeous. You have to see it. It's on the Facebook page. What's up, friends? It's Kelsey Ballerini, and welcome to my home here in Nashville, Tennessee. I've spent the last few years getting it together, and it's finally ready to show off. So go watch the video there and comment if you like it or not, or what's your favorite room. I'm into it. Yeah. I feel like she's handling this season of her life so well and really embracing it. She needs fish. She doesn't need any fish. (laughs) 
your chance to see Shania might be officially over? No, but it is in Vegas because she ended her three-year residency this past weekend, and she did it with a bang. God, she's been doing that for three years now? Mm-hmm. I always feel like whenever an artist goes on residency in Vegas that I've got just all the time in the world. Right. To go see them. And now I've missed my opportunity. Right. Because whenever they start that, it kind of feels like, oh, that artist, they've done the touring. They've hit all the milestones. Now they're, they're going to be in Vegas for a while. Yeah. Well, she's been there since 2019. Granted, a lot of that was during the pandemic, which I'm sure took a toll on who actually got to go see her. For sure. I really would have liked to, but now the opportunity's gone, so... With every show she played there, a dollar of each ticket sale went towards her foundation, Shania Kids Can, and that provides safe spaces for elementary school kids, meaning, like, it might pay for some lunch money. It might pay for a clubhouse area where some more troubled children can go and, like, get some time away and also counselor access. Yeah. So she says... As a child, I often went to school without having breakfast and without lunch money and nothing to contribute to take part in class pizza parties or even go on field trips, which is so wild to think about, like where she's at right now. It's hard yeah. to imagine someone growing up in less than modest terms. Yeah. Especially, well, now she's, you know, eating steak every night. And, right. You know, whatever she wants, which is crazy. I love that she's giving back, though. That's awesome. She dropped a $150,000 check to the Shania Kids Can Fund on top of already the $1 per ticket sale that she's had over the last three years. So I can only imagine how much good she's done in that world. And while she's wrapping up her residency, I don't know if she's going to start touring again. I don't know if she's just going to consider this like the start to a new break of, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now. I just put out a documentary. (laughs) I've been doing this residency. I was performed with Carrie Underwood or Kelsey Ballerini and Harry Styles in the last year. It's her career is really having quite the second wind. Yeah, she's not a big tourer though. She yeah. doesn't like to go on tour very much. So I don't well, know. I don't know if she doesn't like to. The whole reason she didn't in the first place was because she got sick with Lyme disease and just never could. True, true. So maybe she would. Maybe this will be like her big, real first tour. What if because this is Vegas, she was like, "Do you want me to take this hundred fifty thousand dollars and put it on red at the roulette table, and maybe we can double our money?" You know, no. I would love that. I don't think so. It would make donating to charity so much more fun. But then again, you never know. Maybe (laughs) she did do that because she's got enough money. She could probably play with something like that. (laughs) And maybe she did it and we only know because it didn't work out. (sighs) That's true. So you can see more on our Facebook page. You wish that's what would have happened. I do wish. That's what would have happened if you were there with her in Vegas. (laughs) Put it on red. Do it. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.